Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Thursday Mornings with Alex and Don, where Pastor Don answers all of your questions from theology, parenting, and whether he can tell if you're sleeping in church. Enjoy. Please like and subscribe. Pastor Don. Good morning. How are you doing? Really good. Good. We, we've been praying a lot about, you know, getting some rain, asking for, you know, two inches of rain. And then I was looking on like online yesterday or on Tuesday and it was like, oh, he's going to send, oh, God's going to send it all at once, you know, but, and then just getting a little bit. Yeah. The folks up north got quite a bit all yeah, at once though. And they, uh, they have noticed it. Of course, we'll get the runoff from that. God sure. bless us. But, uh. Yeah, crops really need it. Mm-hmm. Yards really need it. Yes. Not like they do anything for us, but other than that, they right. look sort of brownish. Yeah, saving gas on my lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Yep, that works. It looks kind of brown, but otherwise, it's okay. So, I've got a couple of questions for you. Who do you go to if you want the most honest answer? Most honest opinion? Okay, about something I'm doing or who I am or some habit I have because I have sort of different people I use. Okay, okay. Let's see. I guess kind of all of those. Like who's going to give you the most honest, you know, who's the person that can cut the deepest but also build you up the most? My wife. Okay. (laughs) That's the right answer. Yes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If I want to know the God's honest truth... I'll ask her. And, yep. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you could right. say something great about me, and I could say, you know, that makes me feel kind of good. Mm-hmm. Kind of good. But my wife says it about me. Oh, that it really feels real. good. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. I have a lot of good friends that are, you know, depending on if it's a spiritual thing or if it's a, a, a personal trait or something that I need to work on, sure. uh, then I have an- another group of okay. those kind of things. So yeah. I, I like having more than one group uh, sort of helping me with my discipleship how i walk with the lord daily that's good yeah because sometimes yeah you know your wife may not see everything you guys go always had good have another well, opinion or something she'd be number one yes but you know she is biased she only sees me inside the house and sees oh, me okay. that, in that part of my life and these other people see me in other realms sure and uh if you're not careful sometimes you can wear a mask, if mm, you will, yeah, and do this kind of thing when you're in this kind of group and this kind of thing when you're in this kind of group. And if you really want integrity, you want your life to match in all, all arenas. I see what you're saying. And so, okay, so if I'm, if I, if I'm at church and, and then it's something I've done at church, I'd rather check it out with my guys at the men's group than I would probably with the whole church. And then Charlene's not there all the time, so she'd only see it on video. So it, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I I struggle sometimes. Yeah, to be completely the same, you know, like like always have that baseline of this is who I am. I tend to kind of change with you know who I'm around. Like, what are we talking about? You know, if I'm with my friends or something, and maybe it's a little bit you know rougher around the edges. Um, I mean, it doesn't mean it's still that not the same person inside, but true. But I have people who will call me out because I have enough crossover between those arenas that they'll say, what do you like? Is that you there or is this you here? Mm -hmm. And so being my world is older and there's people who 
are crossing those borders, uh, you sort of need to do all around. Yeah. Let's be the same person. Just get down to the basics. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, it's kind of, that was kind of like a leading question because I, I got a question about um, the phrase like, don't be a gomer. <laughs> now, I'm not old enough that I completely remember the Andy Griffith show. Was it? No, wait, wait. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Thank you. Good, good. <laughs> good. I, I knew you would know it. Yep, yep. Uh, but I always thought it was just a Bible reference. But I think that's mostly what it is, isn't it? But in our in our culture, yep. We think we go that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But is it? I mean, biblically based is Gomer's in the Bible. Yes. Yeah. Now you do have me on that one because I can't quite recall as to who Gomer was. I think it was a woman. Yep. And it was uh, not back to Abraham. But was it one of the wives of the 12 patriarchs? Hosea. Oh, yes. Yeah. The harlot. That's right. Hosea, wife, the harlot. And that's how God illustrated how he wanted to redeem Israel. One of the most like wild rides of like his whole situation with Gomer. I, I recently read it and heard someone talk a little bit about it and bring it, you know, give it some flair mm -hmm. to really bring it to life. And it's it's such a wild ride the way God used Hosea in being a example for this, you know, this town of what do they what do you call them? Whoredom. A town, right. yeah. And it was such such a crazy like first of all, he's like, here's your wife. She she's unfaithful. She hadn't been yet. Mm-hmm. But she's going to be. Right. And here you go. I, Thank just, you, Lord. Yeah, that's what a great gift. Thank you. Yep. But, but it I, all had to do with a bigger message. That's right. And that's sort of what Hosea was all about, was the message. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fascinating. How does it feel to have gotten one on me? You, oh, you it feels got, great. I thought you might enjoy I that. Am, I am tingling. That's oh, so wow. good. Yeah, yeah. Um. We'll try not to make that happen too often. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I, now I'm going to... Now, You're now going to try even harder. Yeah, I'm going to find some like lost books of the Bible. I'm like, oh, what about this? What about this? But uh, yeah, so what, yeah, the, what happened to the rest of the story is that he ends up... She goes, she, you know, she goes out and she's walking the streets again, like leaves him there with his kids. And uh, he doesn't have a lot of money, not a lot to take care of until finally she's getting sold into slavery because she's got some like a pimp essentially mm -hmm. it was just like okay well you know you're worn out worn out your use i'm going to sell you to the highest bidder so she's up there and there comes some bids and there's hosea saying 50 bid it up and she looks and sees him and you had to i just think about the people that were there that knew who both of them were and he's saying like you're buying Dude, her? Let her go. Yeah. You don't want that. It's so yeah. She's so terrible for you. But he just paid for her and then um, got her, her back and kind of said, put your ways aside or something like that. And mm -hmm. yeah. That first part reminded me of a song. What's that? It's not in our hymnal. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. <laughs> I don't know that song. Okay. You'll have to go back into your country music archives. See, I do not care for country music I'm, so much. 
Okay, I knew I, I knew I enjoyed your presence. I don't either, but okay. that's, I just remember that on the tractor radio, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy who did the uh, uh, gambler uh, was the uh, one who sang it. Hmm. You picked the fine time to leave me, Lucille. I don't know who that would be. Okay. No, if I even guess, Kenny, I feel Kenny, like... Ro- Kenny, Kenny Rogers. I think it is. Yeah. Is it? That makes sense. Sure. No one's here to correct us. That's okay. So anybody who wants to write in and correct us, yeah. go for it. And if you have the lyrics or the song for "A Fine Time to Leave Me, Lucille," make Don sure will you sing send it, it next week. Send it to Alex because it needs to widen his knowledge. Sure, base, sure, know. that works. Widen his knowledge. Base. That works for me. That works for me. <laughs> yep. So I back to Gomer. Mm-hmm. Who should we say? Yeah, don't be a Gomer. Don't be a Gomer. Or I mean, like, how do you say that though? Because she was used by God to send the message. She was used by God to send a message, but she was the message. I mean, Israel basically was a Gomer. Yeah. But yeah. And so the message, if you go back to the Old Testament, would be, okay, be true mm-hmm. to the one who loves you. Be faithful. Yep. the one who will redeem you yeah. and acknowledge and glorify the name of the Lord. It, right. it, it's uh, it's the message God wanted to get out. Uh, don't be a gomer. You know, we haven't used that in our context, no. in my context. Is yeah. it, so it's a modern context, maybe. I think so. Okay. Yeah, surprise, you call, surprise, surprise. That's right, yeah. You call someone a <laughs> gomer, it's someone who is like, Always yeah. happy and there. Yep. It, and you know, every time the sergeant got up in his face, how are you doing? You know, That's right. just, he's always happy. Mm-hmm. He's doing it. He's not necessarily doing it right. He's no. he's swimming, but it looks like he's drowning. Right. Mm-hmm. That right. kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. He don't know it. Right. But it made me, made me wonder, you know, like, because I'm trying to think of, you know, if, if my wife were to have an affair or something like that, ooh, I don't. I don't know if I could forgive that. I would sure. I mean, anyways, should we look past flaws from anybody because we don't really know how God's using that? Well, okay. Should we look past flaws of anybody? Yeah. Well, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Okay. So, in the gathered church, I abet... uh, Every one of us has a flaw. Yeah. And some of us know, some of us get bugged by each other's flaws. Sure. The other piece of it is, we're gathered in Christ's name. It's not about our flaws. It's about the one who redeemed us from our flaws. Right. It's, so I'll, you know, you do that thing that bugs me all the time, but I still love you as a brother in the, in the Lord. Yeah. And I know you love Jesus like I love Jesus. Yeah. So let's lean into that part. Fair enough. What I find in my life and running with the guys that I've run with over the years is that with that true respect, love, if you will, uh, we sharpen each other. And those places that were weakest, walking together, we become stronger. Yeah. And so it's like the gathered church maybe small groups is to strengthen each other because we're too weak to walk alone and we're better together than we are apart. Yeah. We're better together because we're all leaning into Jesus together and we're all 
working on each other. Now, when I'm vulnerable enough to ask the question, should I be doing this of a Christian brother, then I'm also, I'm confessing, if you will, sure. I, I do this. Right. And I'm allowing you to speak into my life about what that's all about. Mm -hmm. What about outside the church? Well, I think then the church should be rising, should be a rising star in each community. The okay. church should be a rising star in each community where they see hope and grace lived out among the people. And a Jesus is seen in the heart of every believer. Okay. So that somehow we become magnetic mm -hmm. in the community. Yeah. We have failed as a church to be very magnetic. Yeah. I understand that. Because... Well, okay, on one hand, we all realize we're flawed. Mm -hmm. And rather than have you challenge me on my flaw, I'm not going to challenge you on yours. Right. And so if I don't challenge you on yours, you're not going to challenge me on I. And we can sit in the pew together on Sunday morning and be cool, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what you did last night. Yeah. Okay, right. That kind of thing. But I'm not going to say anything because then you know what I did the Saturday night before. Yeah. And then you'd challenge me on that as long as we sit quietly together enjoy our hymns yep then we are not going to be that rising star yeah also one of the most dangerous things is that you got in this culture we have right now is all about the affirmation and aspect of everything and if you're not affirming someone for whatever flaws you know that they they might have in their lives and I think I saw something like, you know, it's the secular, secular person says, you know, the Christian, you know, um, why don't you like, you know, why don't you like this? You must have saw the same comic I did. You think? Yeah. And then the other person's like, well, I, I, you know, basically boils down to you do what you want. Yeah. Well, then why don't you like it? Why won't you say it's okay? Well, because it's not what's good for you. I want what's good for you, you know? And then they're like, well, you don't, if you don't say it's okay, then that means you're a blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. And whether you care what's good for me or not. Right. Yeah. And that's the, that's the weird thing about it. Yeah. Because so many of the things that we are uh, doing in the affirming cu culture will actually hurt not only the individuals, but the culture they're a part of. Yeah. And I think we see it every night on the news. Yep. I don't think it's one side either. No, it's not one side. No, it's a we're we're in a sad state mm -hmm. because we won't embrace the truth. Right. We want to do what we want to do, and we want to enjoy it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's right. Right. There's no objective truth. We can't all agree on objective truth, and that's hard. Because then, if everyone blows with the wind, or what's that? What's that phrase? You know, if you if you choose to stand for nothing you'll stand for anything if you choose to not have a principle true you'll stand for anything and paul talks about that in ephesians chapter 4 uh where every wind of doctrine yeah it's after, after verse 11 but before verse 16 so i don't have exact verse i'm that's sorry okay. that's fine if they want to find that there yeah if anyone wants to find that one paul paul okay ephesians yep and if you want to read the story Four. of hosea right from the beginning of the book, Hosea. Um, question. 
Would you rather drive an ice cream truck or run a candy shop? Oh, I'd drive the ice cream truck because it has two major elements of my life. I like to drive. <laughs> no, I like ice cream. Yeah. Wouldn't have a very good profit margin, but. Yeah, I wonder sometimes. Yeah. But I, you know, okay. which I'd rather do. Yeah. I thought it made a good analogy to missionary work versus the church. Hmm. Church is the candy yeah, because, shop. Yeah, and then both of them are sweet. Mm -hmm. yeah. You're finding them. You're going to people who want this, or you're here for the people who want this to come to you. Kind of both. Yeah. yeah, I had not thought of the analogy. I was just thinking I just of, of the ice now. cream, and yeah. I was thinking the truck, and I thought, well, those are two yeah, aspects. Everyone would choose me. that, yeah. Or yeah. else you're just like sitting and you're pulling taffy. If anyone actually does that anymore, probably not. Well, and the brick and mortar store is about gone. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. We can get our candy online, you know. That's right. Ice cream's harder to get online. Did that's you notice true. that? That's just, true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember the Schwann's truck used to come. We never could afford to have a Schwann's truck. So then when mm -hmm. I turned, got out of my college failure days, and I was living with some friends, my college try, um, they were like, Schwann's truck? Heck yeah, we'll take this. And they're like, man, you really like ice cream? I was like, yeah. Would, oh, do yeah? you guys sell other stuff? They're like, yeah, all this stuff. I was like, oh. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. I just saw the ice cream. So, yeah. Good episode. I think that's a good wrap. I think we're probably a little long today, but uh, yeah. um, let's keep praying for rain and uh, we pray us out. I will. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege you give us to, to enjoy life with someone else uh, through these conversations. And we pray, Lord, that maybe it will get us thinking a little bit more about who you are and who you're asking us to be. Lord, glorify your name by sharing this where you see it would be most fruitful. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us. We'll see you next week. Lord willing. Yep. See ya. Thanks again for joining us for this week's episode. We are both having a ton of fun making these videos and episodes. And if you're having fun too, please tell a friend about this and help us to grow this mission. Thank you and God bless.